let's rock and roll. Well, 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 look who's back. It's first off, You're Wrong, a podcast by two dudes smart enough to see bronze, but too dumb to figure out how to fix them. I am Luke with me, Jeremiah. Hi. Last week, and the week before that, and the week before that, and the week before that, and the week before that. It was Calvinism. Possibly the week before that as well. Possibly, <laughs> but I didn't count how many times I said the week before. Um, any announcements, any footnotes? You Did you make that guy mad on Instagram? No, he didn't respond, which I was not expecting him to respond. He's got such a bigger following than me, but, you know, I just, I see that guy post all the time. It's like, 50% of the time I see it, I'm like, oh, that's a good take. That's a well-researched thing. Wow, I love what he just posted. That's a funny meme. And the other 50% of the time, it's like, we get it. You don't like Baptists. We get it. Oh, is that, I thought you just didn't like Calvinists. No, 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 no. He just uh. doesn't like, no, he's, he, he's a Presbyterian. Oh. We're talking about redeemed Zoomer. I don't want to sh- shout out anymore. It sounds like I have serious beef <laughs> I don't with this guy. Shout out anymore. It sounds like I have serious beef with this guy. I don't. I just I saw so he just posted a reel and it was mean. And I've commented before And it included stuff. Shane Gillis. I did. Yeah, that was the funny part was the guy was like this so called comedian or whatever. Yeah, I'm, like, like, I'm sorry, I used a meme template. <laughs> I was like, that didn't really make much sense. Hit him with a disclaimer. All right, as you guys know, this podcast is mainly opinion based. Of course, as Christians, our utmost authority is scripture. However, with that said, some of the things we talk about aren't necessarily covered in scripture, or they might just be gray areas in the Bible. Our goal is to make you come away thinking about things you've thought of before, maybe in a different light, or think about things you've never thought of before. And with that, Luke, what are people wrong about this week? People are wrong about good old rock and roll. Ah. What a rock and roll all night. I thought you were going to go with, I love rock and roll. It's fun. baby. Copyright strike. No, that was only five seconds. Six seconds. And we were in a different key. Was, wasn't, isn't there something like that? Like if you, it's like you have like 10 or 15 seconds and you're okay. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to. I feel like everyone on YouTube UMG. becomes a, became a uh, lawyer once like adpocalypse started happening and everyone kept copywriting everyone's. Um, videos and so everyone was like, no, 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 fair use. No, it's not fair use, but it's one one of the ones where it's like they're like, oh, we can use it for like like maximum eight seconds. Yeah, no more than that. And I'm like, I don't know how you found that, but sure. But then I saw things where like YouTubers were getting copyright strike because they would be like doing a stream or something, and they'd be doing like an IRL stream walking through a store, and they get copyright strike for the store music in the background. Oh it's like, my god! Wow, no, it, did, no it, did, it did get really bad after a while because I remember like there was people I'd watch and they would just mute like huge portions of their videos and mm-hmm. then they just do a voiceover because like yeah there was music playing and I don't want this video to get taken down. But anyway, so rock and roll, um, great, All right? Horrible, yeah. you're going to hell. What are we talking here? Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we could start with how we. Well, I mean, I, I don't I know. Think, I, I found some fascinating things this week when I was doing some research. I did a little research, not as much as I normally. I, I kind of took a break from the research on this one. Oh no but way! I can't. I did believe do it. some. I did do some research on this. one. No, I'm just saying because, like, I mean, after oh, yeah. five weeks of <laughs> just like constant and <laughs> whatever. Anyway, yeah, I got the you. Um, the main stuff I saw. I was I was honestly surprised because it seems like the days of the blanket statement that rock and roll is sinful or if you listen to rock and roll you're going to go to hell it seems like those days have kind of passed and now what it is is people are more focused on like okay what is what are like the main things that they're t- focused on or, or what what is the song about what does the band or the singer stand for 
you know, those sorts of things. So getting more on an individual basis rather than just a blanket statement of this is wrong. Right. I found the interesting thing. Well, I mean, I kind of I knew for pop music, um, a lot of the artists, they get started in church. Mm -hmm. But then with rock and roll, it started mostly in Pentecostal churches um, is at least what like really. Yeah, I read like tons of articles but i know the biggest ones of course is elvis so he was he was part of a pentecostal church but a lot of other people i i want to i i want to make like say these names but i have to go back to this article and and make sure that that's where they came from doesn't matter a lot of big names everyone knows yeah they came from these churches and and that was i mean like i said that's where it started and it was um a lot of those ones were talking about those articles were saying you know, like uh, pretty much church created rock and roll, then church condemned rock and roll, and now church is trying to take back rock and roll. I thought at least I saw that at least like four or five times um, in, when I was doing so. I was like, yeah. oh, I guess we're, I, but I could see the rock and roll stuff being trying to, uh, then again, though, do you, can you really call like what like Hillsong and, and go listen to CCM, but can you listen like what they and like, you know, Church of the Highlands and stuff like, is that really rock and roll? What I they feel do? like they're influenced by I mean, they rock use... and roll, but I think a lot of music period today is influenced yeah. by rock and roll. You can look at even like, like hip hop. You know, you a lot of Kanye stuff is influenced by rock and roll artists. I mean, and and country too, which is weird to think about. Like, there's the the I don't even know. It might be fake. I might be talking about an AI video now. But the one where Kanye and DJ Khaled are jamming out to. Fishing in the Dark by Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. Okay, that's probably... That's... <laughs> it, it looks like it's real, but it's probably well, fake. It's probably fake. But that's anyway, hip-hop hip artists have been influenced by rock and roll. Pop artists have been influenced by rock and roll. Uh, it, 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 but in, in the sense of this episode, in this scope, I think narrowing it down to rock and roll, because that was really in the zeitgeist a lot, especially as kids and stuff like that, you know. It, when I was younger, I'd hear, you know, people say, oh, well, that rock music is, you know, it might not be bad. What they're saying might not be bad, but what they stand for is wrong mm. or the it's the spirit of it that's sinful. Um, yeah, I guess we could probably let's just I, I don't even think I, I didn't get a lot of notes because I was just going to kind of ask you about it. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to what I'm about to talk about um, the. like conspiracies that parents would come up with uh i don't know i just thought about it when i i didn't i couldn't find anything or i didn't type in like conspiracies that christian parents the back masking stuff uh yeah like it play it backwards and it summons a demon or this certain beat is um yeah it is like satanic or uh if you i don't know there's you know, monster energy. It's like the thing with monster, yeah, the energy, monster with the, energy. The three nails and the hey, cross. You can I, make fun of that all you want. That video is one of the best sales <laughs> pitches I have ever seen. <laughs> I, right, that's fine. I, she was Jordan Belfort levels of selling right there. That's but true. the I never really got from my parents any of that stuff. When I was older, like probably sixteen or seventeen, I remember being on a road trip with my dad. And a song by Eagles came on, um, the Hotel California. Okay. And it started playing. And I don't I don't think I'd ever heard the song before or something. I can't remember exactly how the conversation started. But my dad said, you know, it's it's a lot of people will say, 
you know, make jokes one way or the other about rock and roll being satanic. But he's, he, he is, or at the time at least, he might still be, thoroughly convinced that the Eagles or Eagles sold their soul to a demon or the devil or made some mm-hmm. sort of bargain, made some sort of spiritual bargain. Yeah. Um, because they went from being an unknown band to the most popular band ever overnight, still selling out tours and arenas to this day, what, 45 years after Hotel California mm-hmm. released. Um, and it all kind of traces back to the head, the lead singer, uh, Brian is, I can't remember his name. It's, I think it's Brian. Something. I never know people's names of but, bands. I don't, I don't know much about Metallica. Eagles. They're not, they're not, they're not my jam, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, the the story is that they all went out on a spiritual journey, and he took peyote, went into a sweat. I was lodge, literally about to ask you a peyote, and then <laughs> and then came out and wrote the album, and had the whole album, Hotel California, wrote, written overnight, or not maybe not that one. It was their first album. Whatever their first album was, they wrote it overnight. Yeah, supposedly after a peyote trip where the lead singer spoke to some spiritual enter- entity who told him yeah. about it. Is that true? I don't know. Probably not. Is that my, is the beat satanic? My, Maybe. My thought with stuff like that is it it it's not out of the realm of the possible, but also you got to think of rock and roll artists and realize what they are. They're the counterculture crazy people. Kurt Cobain was, you know, he would wear dresses david bowie was incredible at you know the the shock and awe sort of stuff where you be um ozzy osbourne ate bats on stage right all this crazy stuff that he did that rock and roll artists do it's i think the more likely thing is that they started the rumor the eagle started the rumor that they sold their souls to the devil to get their popularity that those theories like the selling your soul to the devil that also came up later on um like probably when I was in college, a lot of you'd hear like Rihanna mm-hmm. sold her soul to the devil. Um, Jay Z, I think anyone who was popular it was like they sold their soul to the devil. And then of course you're like, well maybe they did. They are really popular, and that becomes like the thing where it's like everyone's like, oh yeah, totally. Anyone that's popular in the music industry, mm-hmm. you know, obviously I do think lots of evil happens, but I don't think everyone sells their soul yeah, I don't, to it. it, it that kind of the the stuff, the demonic deals. I forget. I was listening to Wendigoon, one of probably the best YouTuber out there right now, um, went on someone's podcast and I saw a clip of it where they were talking about the stories of like the crossroads demons, you know, where if you're in a time of crisis, you can go stand in a crossroad and uh, if you stand there long enough, eventually a, a demon will come walking down the crossroads and give you the option of, hey, give me your soul in 40 years and I'll heal your sick child or whatever. And they were like, we know that's not real because if it was real, people would be making doing like live streams of them high standing oh, yeah. on the crossroads, and eventually, what people would sell their souls for the you know basic macroeconomics would say that <laughs> the supply is over, the demand is overwhelming the supply. So at the end of the day, people would be selling their souls for like a bag of chips if crossroads yeah, were that's deal. True, though, like, real. Yeah, that's true though. Real. So I you know I think people blow that sort of stuff out of proportion Mm -hmm. but i do think it's still possible i think that um especially people in positions of power who hold a lot of influence have a lot that they can 
do for in, in a negative spiritual sense. But at the same time, as we say it could be demonic, we also can't discount the depraved nature of man. Right. And so man, in our naturally sinful state, of course we're going to seek out the wrong before we seek out the good. So are these people biting bat heads off of, you know, on biting off bat heads on stage because they're possessed by a demon? Or are they just trying to shock people and do gross, unsavory things to get a reaction and have the boomer neighbors get all mad? I think that it goes it more goes to the latter, in, in my opinion. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you look now, everyone's famous, right? Everyone's an influencer. Everyone's of this. What's the number one job everyone wants nowadays is they want to be a social media influencer. And those people, every single one of them, if you watch the videos, it's just how can I present something absolutely shocking to mm-hmm. get more people to follow me and that's what gets the eyes the attention is where the money goes is where the following goes and so they'll do anything it takes so i think a lot of the it makes a lot the 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 theory of maybe instead of it being like they actually sold their souls to the devil or they're actually worshiping a devil is what can i do to make people start talking and i don't really care because any publicity is good publicity mm-hmm. as uh what was that hillary clinton's um, I can't remember. Someone, someone's campaign. No, it was, I mean, maybe, it was Obama's. I don't know. I think the but, best example today is Lil Nas X. You, you look at all the stuff. Oh he my! Does. The, the, the don't don't look yeah, at his page the, if what's you it have called? any um, innocence in you. I I know I know what songs you're talking about because they were like but, really popular. Like what two years ago? Yeah, Super duper popular. And he did one recently where he literally called himself Christ. Oh, like good. he literally did. He made fake posts saying that he got accepted into Liberty University's theological seminary and like it was a it was fake people figured out it was fake pretty quickly because he put jerry falwell as the president and they're like he hasn't been the president in years um and he's done he does stuff like that you know faking Hmm. that he he's a christian literally just to get a reaction from people right and to get people doing what we're doing right now well, it was like what, that's it. what it was it was the uh the old town road whatever song yeah and it was like everyone's singing it and then he's like oh well actually it's about being gay and now i have all the straight guys singing i remember that and i was yeah. like I, I congrats i guess i don't really know what you want from me of course you know everyone a lot of people gave him that attention then right after that yeah and then he went into the the next thing i, I never watched the music video I only, you know, of course it comes up on television or it comes up on a stupid ad on YouTube of like him like being like a demon or a devil or yeah, something like that. dancing down to hell. Yeah, yeah I, 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 like I said, didn't see it, don't know. But that, yeah, I mean, the attention stuff, it makes more sense to me than the actual like, you actually signed your, your soul over to the devil. Yeah. And that's why I think a lot of these like theories that like when we were kids... With like, you know, it's like even like the thing I was talking about with the monster energy drink stuff with the three nails, like mm-hmm. it like you can you can make up any anything and just and figure out how how can I make it all align so it sounds truthful enough. Yeah. And it, I think it goes back to like even like the Pokemon thing where it's like uh, you can go listen to Pokemon. But it it was like, you know, where they like, well, if every if they we allow them to play Pokemon, they'll all believe in evolution. Yeah. They're and they're no longer gonna be Christians. And it's like that is that never happened um, to me or my brother Aaron, who was on that episode of Pokemon. Uh, go listen to that, and uh, <laughs> I said twice in a sentence. But it, it, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's kind of like the same thing where it's it, it, these. I think actually that that it's it goes to like almost 
like I've watched Friends and it goes to like the the argument of like when parents are talking to their kids about drinking or smoking or whatever and they say it's bad as yeah. opposed to be honest and tell the truth and and tell them maybe why is it bad how can it be bad as opposed to just being a blanket statement everything's bad and you know and well you know they might have sold their soul to the devil i you know our or they or uh you know they're the beat they use in that song that's actually a satanic um beat that will like pos- like bring a demon into out of the realm of mordorf you know like these the like these like like those things i think are just disingenuous i think that kids you know you see a huge exodus of kids when they get older i have friends i have family i talk about them all the time on this show and podcast i don't know why you called it a show last week and now i just call it a show because it's been in my mind this is not a show. This is a podcast. It's, it can be both. No, shut up. Anyway, back to what I was saying. Agreed to back to my diatribe. Okay, you interrupted. Um, <laughs> I have family. I have friends that I've watched like just completely, like you know, gone, done. They're not going to be a part of Christianity at all. And then they, you know, I'm not going to say it's all their parents' fault for quote lying to them. But a huge factor they bring up later on when they're trying to mm-hmm. debate me, which is like we don't debate really. When I sit there and talk to them, of course, they probably they think it's a debate, but it's they come with. Well, I'm I'm tired of being lied to all the time. I was yeah. told this was a sin, this was a sin. I was told this was happening, and it, and it wasn't, and it's ridiculous. And I have a brain now, and I think now, and so I mm-hmm. I know better than that. And that's why I think a lot of those like stupid theories that maybe parents, you know, back then we didn't have the internet. I think we talked about that when the Pokemon episode was that parents didn't have the internet like we have it nowadays where you can look up the truth within like two seconds. It was a lot more work to get into things. And so you trust someone who goes in and they tell you, well, when you play Stairway to Heaven backwards, it says Hail Satan. Yeah. So it's, it's easier to trust it when that's your only source of influence, especially when it's coming from someone you may have already trusted before. So, you know, it's hard to look at people who were trying their best at the time, you know, parents trying to protect their kids, how within reason, how are you going to shame a parent for trying to protect their kids? You know? Yeah. hundred percent. The, the one point that I had, uh, I wanted to make that I hear people saying a lot. I forgot to mention it earlier. Mm. It kind of goes along with this, but it's the spirit of the the rock stars is yeah. a big reason and because of the spirit of a lot of people who are in the quote unquote scene uh it's best to avoid it because the spirit of the music itself is a spirit of rebellion and a spirit of you know sticking it to the man um a popular example is you look at the beach boys of all people you know wouldn't it be nice you know, uh, round, you're round, you're, get you're gonna, around. You're going to destroy the Beach Boys. Well, I wouldn't no, saw them gonna, live. You saw the Beach Boys? Live? I did. Wow, they cool. still tour. Oh, yeah. I they came they, they came to Alabama Theater. Yeah. I went there. But the, the <laughs> Great Beach Boys, show, by the way. As, as family friendly and fun as they are. And just a Beatles copy to combat them. Go ahead. Yes. They're better than the Beatles. I don't like the Beatles. You know, I agree with that. And my phone just went off. Okay. Wow. Go ahead. I wasn't going to say anything, but you did. Um, <laughs> okay. Whatever. Man. Anyways, I could I could talk about how overrated the Beatles are for a long time. It's okay though. We we agree these um, boys are better. Okay, go ahead. But now you're gonna tell us something bad about them. Um they they had their parents went out of town when they were teenagers and the money that they were given to buy food, they went and bought instruments. So their parents trusted them, hey, go buy food, you know, 
hang out with us for the weekend. They went to the thrift store and, or to the pawn shop and bought instruments so they could learn how to play. So immediately there's a, you know, even with the most innocent band, there is a spirit of rebellion. Yeah, okay. And then there's also mm, heavy super, drug use and, <laughs> super like mild, alcoholism. So. Super mild, but yeah. even, even at that, you know, you look at it and rock and roll from the beginning always has had this pushing the envelope yes. sort of feel yes. which can be great when you're talking about like you know Creedence Clearwater uh, Creedence, Creedence Clearwater, Clearwater Revival, Revival. Yes. Areopagus uh, <laughs> That's right. and you listen to their like anti-war songs from Vietnam like Fortunate Son and stuff like that have you ever seen The Rain oh that's such a good song it um, is a good song but those are all anti-establishment anti-war songs and when you listen to them, you can get, you know, there's some there's some reasonable messaging in that. A lot of people would look at it and say, oh, well, it's just, you know, a couple country guys singing. But it, it, it has some important things that were brought up in it. I'm going to get in trouble for this one, I know. No. War Pigs by Black Sabbath. Yeah. I am Iron Man. No, right, that's that song? Iron Man. That's, that's Iron Man. Um <laughs> And I swear, if you bring up a Led Zeppelin song, I'm decking you. Um, But Black Sabbath, again, Ozzy Osbourne, but Black Sabbath was highly controversial. They did stuff Mm -hmm. that was very controversial. They had a very... I mean, they were called Black Sabbath. Yeah, kind kind of the name. The ironic thing is, I think... I can't remember. Don't quote me on this, but I believe they're still practicing Catholics. (laughs) The The living members of Black Sabbath. But how can Joe Biden not take communion? But they can. But does um, that make any sense to you? But you listen to the words of something like "War Pigs" by Black Sabbath, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, again, there's some solid messaging in there." Yeah, it's very controversial, but it, the, the whole point was to you want to cause a reaction from people. So you talk about how you have these people in power who are taking men and women and boys from across the world and shoving them into a, a, a for-profit war and they're all working together. But hey, in the end, guess what? Satan is going to have these people and we will have our revenge. Even if it's not in this life, those people will pay for their misdeeds. Mm-hmm. And so the the point of the song is, you know, we might not have power now, but in the end, these people are going to get their dues and we will, you know, we, we might not be able to see the vengeance that's coming to them. But the way they do it is through a rock and roll song. It's obviously a lot more um, verbose than what I just said. <laughs> but at the same time, you look at the, the actions of Black Sabbath and you're like, oh, wow, I could get behind that messaging. War is bad. The peop- These warmongering people are bad who are throwing children into the, the, yeah. the meat grinder for no other reason than to make some money on the military industrial complex. But why you got to be eating bat heads on stage and, you know, painting pentagrams on your chest with the blood? That is a bit too far. So, yeah, the the spirit of a lot of rock and roll is bad. So or is I was going to say I had I had is is pushing the envelope too far. I had down like music, it's not the music that necessarily influences yeah. the people's behavior. It's the whole 
sphere around the music, yeah. the the artist, the genre, the the time that it comes out, things like that. That, but then also other factors. The music more it's it's a it's a catalyst in the reaction, yeah. more than it is the reaction itself. And I think that people mistaken it a lot and be like, well, no, that's it's that's the real cause. And it's like, no, I think that a lot of the agenda that goes on nowadays. Um, which you can just look around and find whatever it is that I'm talking about. Um, you go into music and it is paraded in music. It is mm-hmm. it is um, praised in music. It is whatever you want to say. It's it's encouraged, and it's oh yeah, that's a good thing. This is great. You know this this bad thing you're doing is great. Music is used as a catalyst for certain things, and I actually think that I would take 80s uh 70s like like 90s stuff any day over what i hear now and i'm not talking about rock and roll per se i mean i'm talking about the pop the yeah look i mean even not country country's kind of always just milk toast but wow but, <laughs> sorry that's just what it is You're, you cannot not 90, put some respect on toby keith's name the poor man just died <laughs> that's right he did r.i.p come bro. on man uh, rest him never mind okay anyway yes that <laughs> wow. did you say rest in power one time i did <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> i was about to say it again i was like wait didn't we do that already that's appropriate for toby yeah I was like, didn't we already do that um but yeah, I, like you said, it's not the actual like problem. It is. Yeah. It can be part of the problem. No, I absolutely hundred percent agree. Um, I just I think that a lot of times it's just there's just so much exaggeration. Like any, you know, one person does one thing, something bad, and it destroys it for a lot of other stuff. Um, the so with that spirit of rebellion and rock and roll, a funny thought that I had while going through, you know looking at everything for this episode. Rock and roll and punk especially, but rock and roll is rooted in rebellion against the man, against the system, right? Um, system of a down. I mean, they're one of the most popular bands in that genre is Rage, Rage Against, against the, the Machine. machine. So... <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. So... I will not say that I, I was, necessarily listen to them sometimes in my car as I'm driving into the hood. <laughs> my thought was, who is, by that definition of rock and roll being rebellious, who is the most, you know, rabble-rousing, rebellious rock band today? Who goes against the system the most? I'm I'm going to get hate for this. Stop. Stop saying you hate. I Tell know. us what it is. Because I know what you're about to say. The biggest rebellious you know the 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 quintessential rock band for today that goes against the system you know who i thought of um uh, hold on moana no, moana that's a <laughs> disney that a group? movie i don't know good skillet 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 okay i do like monster and i do like what's the other one they sing i'm not a huge skillet fan i i know some of their songs you know i i listen to some now, of their why, songs. but why do you say that they're most rebellious? because what is the system today that's Highly liberal, hyper-liberal, gender cult, alphabet mafia, all that. What is Skillet? Conservative, reformed Christian who is using the platform of rock and roll as a vessel to spread his messaging in the cultural zeitgeist. I mean, 100%. The only thing is that Skillet's the only one I can really name that does a good job at it. Yeah, because that's I also think is a problem. Well, what about our What about our good friend? Uh, why, why don't Larry Norman? Larry Norman. <laughs> yeah. Where Where Where, where, where is he from? Like the the seventies? Yeah, seventies, eighties. I listen to. I have a playlist. It's just that one song. It just repeats. <laughs> 
because I, and I'm like, and like the dudes that work with me, like we're sitting there working on a house this week, and I had it one day. I just kept playing it, and then one guy comes and goes, "What song are you listening to?" <laughs> He's listened to like five times. It's like no, it's like ten times. Um, but like, like that. I think that's an issue though. Is that a lot of times it, it goes back to like the it's not cool to be Christian, mm-hmm. and so it's like you know the skillet. It's they they do music where I can I can listen and be like okay I can go run and I can listen to it I could go go like if I had to do a football game or something or a sports thing I can listen to it get pumped up fine mm-hmm. okay but then like a lot of times um, what was the thing we were when we played football in high school I'll never forget it one of my buddies he goes uh, they they were before a game they they couldn't play anything like you know obviously they couldn't play Black Sabbath they couldn't play stuff like that. Um, Metallica, Guns and Roses. Yeah. Um, so why'd you have to say Metallica? Anyway, so they have Christian songs, and I will talk to you about that in a second. <laughs> okay, but but we couldn't do any of those for like the pregame stuff when we're warming up, and so they were playing this like, I mean, I think it wasn't hymns, but it was something like that, like actual, like really slow, like the doxology. Yeah, kind of like I'm being serious. It was kind of like that. Wow. And one of my buddies, he had listened to some. Uh, radio show or whatever a long time ago and he was like yeah uh, he was like he starts singing christ is god i had a bowl of oatmeal i put some raisins in it christ is god that was the song pretty much and Wait, so, that was the song no but he said oh. like that's like the the mimicking like what parents are like there's nothing else for us to listen to that's like okay for our kids oh, to get okay, okay. Like warmed up to so that's going to be the song where they're going to listen to so that they can warm up for a football game or a baseball game or a track meet and it was like there's so much else else out there and you have like you said you have skillet you have was it there's that family force five they're kind of good i guess whatever i saw them live i think you have you have other people you have um well you, i guess dare you to move people who are they um uh, dare you to move dare you to... i don't know man how do you not yes you do the wiggles uh, <laughs> i hate you i no switch foot switch foot what are you, are you joking me right now okay i, I don't think... know i love that i don't know man that's the response i get every time like i'm an idiot and he's like oh yeah switch foot only like one of the whatever anyway you, you couldn't play that we're gonna play a song it's like a hymn like yeah. you said like the doxology which is like that's absolutely ridiculous but I, i'm on a complete tangent now about because i'm like yeah they can't be cool well <laughs> you know you go ahead. About, uh, the other thing i forgot to do is at the beginning of this episode is to is to preface why this is an argument at all and I, the the verse everyone looks at when they're talking about whether it's tv or music or books Philippians 4 8 yep hey I want a quiz champion Got how about it. you say it okay <laughs> yeah. fine yeah I, I didn't think I, yeah, I didn't yeah, think so yeah I could yeah. get a word perfect yeah. in yeah. the new King James yeah. or King uh, James. finally brothers whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever mm-hmm. is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there is any excellence if there's anything worthy of praise think about these things I think that's you know that's the the meme for lack of a better word of what people point to when they're saying, okay, how are we going to look at this? And to me, when I go about finding music or rock and roll, because I, I am a big, I, I, I enjoy rock and roll music. I like rock. Um, I do get where people come from where they say the spirit of it is, you know, is too rebellious for my taste. 
And I think that if you have a personal conviction about it, then that is a totally fine personal conviction to have. So I understand that mentality. My personal view, though, is that it should be handled on a case-by-case basis. And with that, you can you can make judgments based on the artist. I don't listen to Marilyn Manson. because Who to does listen to Marilyn Manson? Weird people. No, no, I'm not going to say what the rumor was. So I think it should be handled on a case-by-case basis. Wow, that was a weird noise. <laughs> case-by-case okay. basis. Because, you know, you can say, okay, I don't listen to Marilyn Manson. Because as an artist, Marilyn Manson puts on a facade, a, a front of things that I don't like. I don't want to know whatever he is, you know, pushing in that music. Uh, you can do the same thing with, you know, Lil Nas X. We talked about earlier. I don't yeah. listen to Lil Nas X because I don't want to give money. I know he's not rock and roll, but it, it goes it, to the, it goes to the same, like the conversation we're having yeah, here. Yeah. yeah, but you can look at an artist and say, that artist, Eagles. I don't listen to Eagles because... That you know honestly creep me out because they're they're horrible. Well, (laughs) I don't know about that, but (laughs) with all that, you can also then look at individual songs, right? You can say, okay, I like this artist, but this song they're singing about something that I don't like. Okay, very good, actually, point you brought up. So, um, Megadeth, um, the the nemesis to Metallica, my favorite band, um, Dave Mustaine, uh. Claims to be a born again Christian. Mm-hmm. He came from I can't. It was a Jehovah's Witness is what he grew up as, and then he obviously was part of Metallica. Then got kicked out. Then formed Megadeth, and they had a song called "The Conjuring," and they after he was saved in like 2002, they did not play that song. Uh, I think in 2018 they did play it again, um, but for the 16 years that they never that they didn't mm-hmm. do it. They'd always ask why, and he said it's because I, I'm not going to sit there and sing a, a, a satanic song. I'm pretty sure that there's also an album that they had. I kept trying to find it, but he won't play anything from that album because it was like a satanic. Like he yeah. admitted, so it wasn't like a. <laughs> this is a rumor. It was he admitted that it was based on like satanic rituals and satanic things, and that and they wrote it, and so he's like, I'm I'm not. I'm a Christian. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna play these songs anymore. And so, again, are all Megadeth songs to be thrown out the window? I would argue no. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know that a lot of people are like, Meg- whoa, Megadeth? Like, wow. Yes, I don't think that all of them. Should You're be telling done. me there's something wrong with a band named Megadeth? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that you should throw everything out. Yeah, I think there's a lot that should be thrown out. Um, it's the same thing with Metallica. Like I said, Metallica, favorite band. I've gone seen them, what, twice now. Um, and I, there's some, there's some songs that I would not listen. I don't, I don't listen to first off. I don't like them, but second off, I don't like the message in them, but a lot of their songs, number one, there's a lot of biblical, um, not, not songs, but biblical elements. uh, yeah, like it, the song is based around like um, what's it called, "Creeping Death." Uh, it's it's the song about the death angel uh, in 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 Egypt coming over the thing. So like that, so that song, and it's a great song, and live it's even better. Um, but like I, so I enjoy those things of it. But there's some, like I said, there's some songs I wouldn't listen to. But what I also appreciate about like Metallica and even metal in general is that a lot of their songs are not based around sex. 
Yeah. And they're not based around drugs. Sabat- I don't, as Sabaton? Much as, as, <laughs> Sabaton is Sabaton, one of yeah. the best bands of all time. 100%. No, they literally 100%. just sing about battles. Yeah, I know. 100%. Like, and it's like, and it's so good. But I think that a lot, that's, I know everyone's like, when, when they, when I talk to people and they hear the music I listen to, and then I'm like, yeah, but Metallica, like, I really love Metallica. I love metal music. And they're like, that is just crazy to me. But I do it because, as weird as this sounds, I have children and I can let them listen to that music. I don't know why. I, I mean, again, you're, you, people will be like, that's ridiculous. How, like, you cannot say that. Yes, I think I can. Because there's a lot of songs, the majority, I would argue, of songs, especially the popular ones, mm-hmm. where it's like, if I'm listening to the live version, yeah, James Hetfield's probably going to curse. Obviously, I'm not going to put my kids and let them listen to that kind of thing. But the studio versions of these songs are not bad. The, 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 the message in it is not like, you should go kill your parents and then also do drugs. Or you should go and have like sex with as many women as possible or whatever. Like these songs are just, you know, Day That Never Comes is about like the the, the troops in, in Iraq and stuff like that. And you have, um, like I said, Creeping Death. One is about like a Vietnam veteran that comes back and is like just mangled from war and like how he feels. It's mm-hmm. like the song of what he feels it's like. Yeah, obviously that's a dark song. I wouldn't think of my two-year-old. Hey, let's listen to this great song called One. But I'm saying like later on, I can listen to stuff like that. There's no cursing in it. Mm-hmm. There's there's no like super horrible message that is something I completely stand against in a lot of the some of the songs do I'm not gonna say all of them like I sound like I'm just like you know shilling for metal music but I just say the majority of popular songs that are out there for these people are better than the trash that you hear from mm-hmm. the pop stations which which a lot of people would argue no that's better music than than metal yeah because it doesn't sound as yeah. harsh yeah. The, you know, what, like, so many of those, um, like, One Direction boy band style songs, when you really listen to them, you're like, oh my, oh, oh what in dude, the world? Okay, I don't know, I think I, no, I didn't, I wasn't talking to you about this, um, I think I was talking, yeah, I, I know who I was talking about, but anyway. We were talking to Jeff. No, I wasn't, <laughs> I was not talking to Jeff. We're gonna see him in a second. Um, <laughs> but no, I was, I was talking to somebody and I, I brought up. Uh, we were talking about music in general and I brought up how like I was at my dad's house working on something with him and he just turns on some music like a playlist he has on Spotify and I'm listening to the song and it's like describing a sexual encounter in the back of a car and it's not like an old like 70s or 80s song it's like a nowadays pop song and I just weirdly felt like the parent in that moment I go do you know what is being said in this song and he's like what are you talking about and I said are you listening to the lyrics? And he's like, oh, no, I really like the melody. And I'm like, dad, it's, let's, let's skip the song. And then we, and then he switched it to like zombie or something. (laughs) Like like the, the rock version of zombie. And I was like, okay, whatever. But I had that same thing. I had that thing happen to me, but the reverse where I think, I'm pretty sure it was Jack and Diane, the John Cougar Mellencamp song where I was just, you know, I'm like listening to it in the background while I was painting or something. And my dad walks in and he's like, you know what this song is about? I'm like, no, and then as he said that, I'm listening to the lyrics. I'm like, it is oh. cra- it is crazy because <laughs> a lot of times people would be like, no, no, he knows. Like like in that scenario, they'd be like, oh no, no, Jeremiah definitely knows. Yeah. But I, I really can attest to there's sometimes where I'll get caught and I'll be like, I I did not know. I did not even think about mm-hmm. listening really to what it was being said, and it can be very dangerous. 
but like I said, that's now, especially with kids and stuff, you know, you sit, uh, just like Metallica said, the slave becomes the master and the, the child becomes the parent, right? Wow. Okay. <laughs> I'm such a shill for them. I'm sorry, I, but I really, well, I just, and just like, how, it's just how I like am. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a big, I listen to, I mean, I listen to a lot of music. I like a yeah. lot of music. Lots of genres and stuff like but that. But I yeah. like a lot of the intricacy with rock and roll. So the stuff I listen to, like, we'll take one example. A lot of, um, you know, like Led Zeppelin songs. Why Why would you, what's, what's the benefit of Led Zeppelin songs? Well, they're very talented musicians. John Bonham, who is the drummer for Led Zeppelin, is, but he, it's, speculated and highly believed that he is the person responsible for the way that modern drummers use the drums. He is he was a master at, on the drums. Jimmy Page was an excellent guitarist. Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, he, I mean, he, he was not part of Led Zeppelin. What, but Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton. Yeah, like, yeah. You look at them and you see like the insane ways that they could manipulate an instrument and you're it's it's truly amazing what they could do. But at the same time, you do have to reconcile that with, we'll go with Jimi Hendrix. Was, he died of a heroin overdose. Yeah, Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin was a serial womanizer and possible pedophile. I did not. And <laughs> so not it, he was, it was uh, alleged. Alleged. Yeah, 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 guess, alleged. Guess, um, alleged. I'll say it again for coverage. Please, please, um, please don't come after us. So you... When you're listening to stuff like that, you have to think, wow, well, these people are talented. But they're still sinful people who had yeah. a depraved nature. And of course, it's sad, the stuff that they did. Again, Jimmy Page dying of a hair, uh, not Jimmy Page, Jimmy Hendrix, Jimmy Hendrix dying yeah. of a drug overdose is awful and terrible. Any number of these um, people, Kurt Cobain committed suicide. Yeah. Um, things like that that happen are terrible. Chester Benefield, Betfield, Betfield, Bet- from Benfield. The guy from uh, Lincoln Park, again, yeah. another guy who committed suicide. Terrible things that happen. Are those things responsible for rock and roll? Is that or is rock and roll responsible for those things that happen to them? No, I, I don't think that. I, again, listening, I think it's that whole sphere. Yeah, I don't think sphere. that. I don't think that listening to Led Zeppelin music. I don't think that listening to um, Lincoln Park. Is going to cause people to commit suicide. Yeah, I didn't think that become, Kurt Cobain's music made yeah. more people kill themselves. No, yeah. Um, but those people were influenced by the other people around them. I mean, it. But that that's true with any world. So my big point with it too is, if you're going to apply this standard to rock and roll, where you say, "No, I'm not going to listen to any rock and roll because the influence that it has on people is terrible." If you're going to make that strict of a law about it in your own life, then you have to do it for all sectors. Yeah. You can't just do it for one sector. So it has to be for all music. You have to look at each individual individual person and you have to judge each individual song and all of that. Then you have to do it for music, uh, for, for movies. You got and a television. lot of work ahead of you. I'll tell you that if you're going to do all this. You have this. to do it for the cars you drive because how do you know that the people who assembled your, you know, Hyundai Elantra were not, you know, on Why are you driving an Elantra, meth? first off? Yeah, why? They're on meth. You can't drive that car anymore. So, 
and, and then you you have to go down through the list. Like where well, are you buying your food from? You exactly. go to McDonald's. I mean, I'm sure they give tons of money to places that you would not support. I mean, you go to you're gonna shop at Costco. Yeah, you're gonna shop at Sam's. You're gonna shop at Wally World. You're gonna shop like all these other places. There's yeah, like you so said, if you put them in that standard, when you it's make impossible. yourself, when you force yourself to fit in that strict of a box, you're you're betraying yourself every time you do anything else. So what's the correct approach? What's the correct standard? Examine things individually. And you can say as a Christian, you know what? I'm uncomfortable with rock and roll because of X, Y, and Z. And say, you know what? I'm uncomfortable with rock and roll. And I know that it's not a consistent standard, but just the things that it makes me feel, I don't like. Well, it even goes for people, like that same standard goes for people with with the um the weed episode goes mm-hmm. into weed and and drinking it's if you want if you look at it and go i'm not comfortable with that respect to that fine you have the conviction I, we're not going to sit here and judge you there's no point in doing that because that if you do that it would be a sin because you're convicted towards this is yeah. not right i'm not going to do it and in the same thing if that's the way it is like if i was listening if one day i turn on metallica and i go i I just can't listen to this anymore. Like there, I, I feel something. Like I, I feel yeah. like the Holy Spirit tugging at me. Then, then I won't listen to Metallica anymore. I mean, there's been many bands, and there's been many things where I don't listen to them anymore because of you know certain things that come out in the public, or or especially like past like bands from old. Because I mean, Metallica they were formed what 1981, uh, Megadeth like 1983 or four or something like that. Like all these Black Sabbath was what is that 70s? No 70s. Yeah, so like all these people come from the past, and it's like, and now you're listening to them, and so if I go and look up like, oh well, Black Sabbath like literally had a you know, a ritual where they worship Satan during a concert, yeah, I probably wouldn't listen to Black Sabbath anymore. I mean, in my convictions, I probably wouldn't. And and and, and again, that that's where it comes down to, is do, are you convicted to not listen? Are, are you being tugged at? If you are, then listen and stop doing it. Yeah, but Led Zeppelin sings about Lord of the Rings, and that's really cool. Well, no more Lord of the Rings for you, then, I guess. That's how it has to be. One more thing before we go into a Luke's list, which I'm you sure we're about Luke's to list? Well, I do have a Luke's list. I have a 10-point Luke's list. It's gonna 10 be great. points. 10 points. Um, I was actually, I, I found this thing. Um, what's the guy from 700 Club? Robertson? What's his first name, you know? Ray Robinson or something? Robertson. Bob Robertson? I don't know. We'll go with that. I don't know. I, I don't, I don't know what his name is. Club. So the 700 Club guy. So there was there's a video of him in 1989 versus 2016, where in 1989, where you had like all these like you know lots of rock and roll, metal, all that stuff happening. Um, he it is it is a very funny thing, and I and 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 it brings one question up before we get into it, which is um, I'll get to that in a second. So in 1989, you watch him and he's like, this music is, is just absolutely satanic. It's horrible. There's no, there's nothing that's going to be used to edify you. It's hor- all horrible. Like he, like across the board pretty much with him. And then you go to the 2016 one where some someone wrote into the 700 Club and was asking him about like, you know, I listen to rock and roll music. My dad doesn't want me to listen to it anymore. Like, what should I do? And then he was like, well, you know, there's a lot of good songs out there and whatever <laughs> like that. And so it brings me to is or are we conditioned to to a lot of like this ridiculousness because like you were saying a lot of it um is to get the attention 
get our attention. So when people do things like Lil Nas X, I think he went over and beyond because oh, we're talking about it, right? So far beyond, right? The but norm. I think, but a lot of other stuff kind of slides under, yeah, um, whatever the table, the rug, whatever. So are we just so conditioned in our society to these things that like maybe it's like yeah, in 1989 it was horrible, but now in 2016, which we're now in 2024. It's like, well, you know, whatever. I mean, there's some good and you can find some, you know, it's not that bad of a thing. I think, yeah, I, I, both can be true. I think that you can say we have been conditioned to a certain level of acceptance with terrible things. Yeah. But at the same time, as Christians, we still have the spiritual discernment to say that is too far. This is too much. Even though we may be conditioned to it, this is too much. Um, I don't. I don't think in um, you know I, in 1989 you look at it. It was a brand new thing. Yeah. Right. Well, relatively brand. Yeah. New, right. Metal was pretty much brand new at the time. You had like Quiet Riot had the first truly metal album. Mm-hmm. I think in 74, 73, something like that. So you know, within about a decade of that whoever it was at 700 said you know there's never anything good so people were still very touchy about it it was so new that it was extraordinarily off-putting uh using a modern example ai right um i talked about it earlier in this episode i said oh i may have fallen for an ai video but um (laughs) now now, we're 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 so hypersensitive to ai that we say anything that we you know anything that's suspicious oh was that ai what do we do what do we what, what's going on yeah what's that going to look like in 40 years when ai may or may not be a normal part of life and we have we have the ability now because it's so it's it's so close to us that we can say oh hey that's ai right there right so i don't think that the um the desensitization desensitization is always in a positive light i think it is also in an identifying light so now we can look at things and say oh that's what that's about oh that's ai oh that's rock and roll yeah rock stars are crazy and they do stuff like this nice i think you said it pretty well speaking of things i've said how about we listen to something that someone else said and we read it on this luke's list Let's get into this. Um, so this Luke's list, it, it's like, okay, when you're talking about whatever I tell you, I'm going to have to just start scrolling because this dude puts so much like... I say just, like, just read the headlines unless I... Okay, I'll read the unless headlines. Unless we need I got clarification. You, I got you, I got you. But We're I'm probably going to need clarification just on scrolling. everyone. <laughs> All right, this is posted on truediscipleship.com, posted by Richard Hollerman. Okay, I don't know what year, but that doesn't matter. 10 scriptural reasons why the rock beat... Is evil in any form. Ooh, so this See, is this is, this is about the like the syncopated rhythm. I suppose yes. That's okay. been around forever. So here, so here we go. Here we go. Number one, the rock beat deceives youth into violating the fifth commandment. The fifth commandment is honor thy father and mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Do I need to give you more context, or I just... I need all the context. Oh, my gosh, all right. What? I just said that there's... No, no, I don't think... The New Testament reaffirms that, okay? There's no question that many parents are strongly opposed to the rock beat. Therefore, those 
who promote the rock beat are causing young people to dishonor their father and mother. Oh, okay. So okay, yeah, go ahead and do yeah, your thing. No, that's stupid. <laughs> don't don't just give me a short I don't, answer. I don't, um, all right, let me. I'm trying to think of an example. I told my son not to drink Coca-Cola. Yeah. And he went to the store and, and he it. drank Coca-Cola. So Coca-Cola is responsible for my son disobeying me. I don't know if that's the, exactly it, but I'll take it. That's that sounds fine. like what he's saying I'll, to me. I'll deal with it. I just think it's ridiculous. All right, next one. The rock beat violates God's command to give no place to the devil. Do you need context? Huh? Do you need context? <laughs> All right. When the sons and daughters disregard the instruction of their parents by listening to the rock beat, they are guilty of the kind of rebellion which is described in 1 Samuel 15, 23. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Rebellion is simply reserving for myself the right to make final decisions. Do I, you need more? Can I just... You can keep going. I don't okay, know. No, just give me, give me something on it because I got to find the next one. <laughs> Dude, it's just, so hard to find these points in here. So, I, I don't understand. <laughs> okay, I don't I don't know. Okay, fine. We're going to move on to the next one. I don't know if this is the third point or if this is just one of the points that's helping the one before it, but here we go. The rock beat mocks God's command to love not the world. There is absolutely no way that Christians who love the rock beat can deny that they love the world. The rock beat not only originated with the ungodly elements of this world, but if but it expresses the evil intentions of the world system, which is opposed to Christ and his truth. truth. The, the very phrase rock and roll describes a form of immorality. To say that we can have Christian rock is like saying we can have Christian immorality. I don't... It's just... I don't even know what to say about this guy. Like, I'm so confused about his points. I, I am at a loss for words. All right, next point. The rock beat disregards God's command not to offend other Christians. On Friday afternoon, May 18, 1990. <laughs> this is a 20-year-old 20, man attending... Attending the, the the Detroit Basic Seminary asked the following question several years ago. How he remembers the day? And it was a Friday. In 600 AD, Russia and, uh, had the first claim of the Ukraine uh, Kiev territory. Several years ago, I was saved out of the life of immorality and drugs. The church I began attending told me to get rid of my rock music. I did and have been growing in the Lord. But now my church is playing the same kind of music they told me to give up. What am I to do? The grievous question exposes the violation of the law of love in the matter of Christian rock music. It brings us directly to the appeal. So this is like one of those things where when your church stops playing hymns and you're really mad about it, that we should just go back to hymns because we might offend yeah. the hymn, the non-hymnless, yeah, or the, the, the hymn lover, not the... Yeah, the I forget who said it, but um, the most dangerous thing that a church can ever say is, we've always done it this way. Yeah. You know, so we, you know, we don't want to offend anyone by putting up a projector and having, you know, uh, singing a Keith and Kristen Getty song. Yeah, absolutely. So we're just going to stick with the, the hymnals. Totally agree. Which the hymnal is not a bad thing. The Keith and Christ, Kristen Getty is not a bad thing. So there has to Go be kind to of a, a meeting in the middle mm -hmm. of that. Not, you know, and, and if the church outright stated seven years prior that you need to throw away all of your rock music. And now in seven years? Should they reimburse you? Okay, anyway, next point. 
<laughs> the rock beat defies God's command to judge all things as good or evil. In the early years of the Christian rock beat, the beat and the sound were justified on the basis that music is amoral. If such a conclusion is accepted, then music is not a matter of good and evil, but simply a matter of personal tastes. Yet such false reasoning is in total opposition to the words of Scripture, which I'll get to, I guess. We must all appear before the... This is Scripture I'm reading. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. 2 Corinthians 5.10 All Christians are commanded by God to exercise their spiritual sense in order to discern between good and evil. Okay, so by his logic... How do we know? If, so far, he said things based on his own presupposition of the rock beat is bad, and because it's bad, these things support what my claim is. He's, he, he hasn't supported his claim of why it's bad, and that kind of goes farther into proving the point of we need to judge everything based on it's good or evil. It's evil, so therefore you guys are doing wrong. Not here is why it's evil. And here's why it's not good. And here's why we should reject it. Point six. The rock beat disobeys God's command to avoid all appearance of evil. A Christian magazine that claims to be the most widely read resource serving. I'm guessing that this was written in like 1992 because they keep referring to 1990. That's just my opinion. Maybe. It might be old. Contains, contains a chart uh, in its September 1990 issue, which matches every worldly rock sound with a comparable Christian rock group sound. Notice the categories, heavy metal, punk, thrash, rap. Golly, come on, Luke, read, please. Uh, dance, pop, pop, rock, rock and roll, difficult to categorize. Not only are Christian rock groups imitating the sound of evil rock groups, but they are also copying the evil dress styles and appearances of the world musicians. Now, I think that would be wrong if they are actually like, you know, you're sitting there and I don't know what. I guess yeah, I, I don't guess, want, I don't want my music pastor to come up in case makeup on a Sunday morning. I don't morning. want him to come up in like a black trench coat. <laughs> yeah. Or wearing like slash hair like with the glasses and stuff. He comes up like Twisted Sister <laughs> yeah, right. with the massive hair and makeup. Yeah, I'll, I'll give Here's him that. Here's a fun fact too. Twisted Sister is, was claimed to be a born again Christian. I did not know yeah. that. Okay, let's go with the next one. And also saved free speech. The rock beat <laughs> contradicts God's command not to be brought under its power. The rock beat is in and of itself an addiction. Those who vibe, those who vibrate with it, oh, I guess that means vibe. This has to be from the 90s, dude. I guess. They just said vibrate in the word instead of vibe. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I vibe with this now. Okay, those who well, vibe with it <laughs> begin to desire more and more of it. The vibrate thing also might have something to do there. There is a weird, like a conservative New Age view that I believe was possible then. I've heard a few people still say it today that the vibration mm -hmm. and sound yeah. waves of things actually has spiritual quality to it. And it was weird that such a New Age thing that goes along with things like Hinduism and Buddhism that have the Zen the bells boom. and thing, yeah, yeah, yeah the thing. and the chanting. Go listen to yoga. Is was used by some conservative legalistic Christians to say and, and twisted in a sense of the vibration of 
rock right. and roll music is at such a frequency that it messes with your spiritual sense. Okay, so this one is the rock beat contradicts God's command not to be brought under its power. That was the the point of this point. It's an addiction, is what they're saying. Yeah, I don't think it's. I mean, you just don't know anything. Anything could be the rock beat. Next, the rock beat opposes God's command not to mix light with darkness. Most of those who promote Christian rock music would agree that the rock music of the world is evil. Would you agree with that? Okay. Anyway, uh, however, they reason. Are, are you serious? We just talked about this. For however, like an hour. they reason that by putting Christian words to the same beat, the world's music is somehow made right. Now, I do think it's pretty cringy when people like there's a thing where people will take whatever like they basically do a kids bop version of popular but songs yeah, nowadays yeah. but they make it like christian that is cringy so doing that yeah I'm, you know what i'm aboard that's evil but <laughs> having using different genres and writing your own christian lyrics in these genres ah, okay the rock beat ignores God's command for all ministers to be qualified. Whoa, all right, here we go. I need to know, I need to know the actual, I need to know what we're talking about here. Scripture establishes uh, strict standards for those who would teach others. Uh, go listen to Christian influencers. Um, a teacher must fulfill qualifications listed in 1 Timothy 3 and Titus 1. Churches go through careful ordination uh, services to make sure that those who instruct Christians are qualified. Ironically, teachers who would never pass an ordination council are being welcomed in churches to teach the young people through music. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess they're saying that music ministers need to be, or they need to go through what pastors go through, and they need to exemplify what is in First Timothy three as well as Titus one. But I would say, like, I mean, at our church. I would say our music minister is that. I would not say that it was... I would look at him and say, oh, no, he doesn't exemplify these things, and therefore we need to get rid of him. Yeah. But the second a drum shows up in our church... Done. Then I'm done. I'm out of the church. Bye-bye. And I'm gone. No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so that one was... Qual- it, it, com- it ignores God's command for all ministers to be qualified because apparently rock and roll people get in the church and they're not qualified. All right, number 10. Or oh, do you want to say something about that? Or are you just going to no, give up? No, keep going, keep going. He gives up. Number 10, last one. The rock beat violates God's command to protect our bodies as God's temple. Do you need Do you need, uh, need any kind of context for that one? Yes. Okay, yes, I do. Absolutely. <laughs> when we become Christians, our bodies become the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit. Those who defile or damage God's temple will be judged. Know ye, not that ye are the temple of God. Of course, they do it in King James, and I can't read. So here we go. And that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you, question mark. If any man defile the temple of God, he sh- him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are. There are many ways in which the rock beat damages our body. Damages our hearing. Damages our brain cells. It sounds like my dad talking. <laughs> damages our concentration. And that's it. Just your brain cells, your hearing, and concentration. I mean, I'll see what the... No, that's... I don't see all the fuss It seems like, about. okay. And that's my you list. Know, obviously, don't blast your eardrums out listening to Metallica, you know, with earbuds at full volume forever, but... Oh, dude, yeah. uh, Four Horsemen. Uh, isn't that Horsemen? Uh, isn't that in the Bible? <laughs> Average Metallica listener. <laughs> Is that a Bible verse or something? 
Uh, anyway, that's that a good list. That, I was very confused. I know. That was I hope everyone of, else is very confused. Hey, I'm very confused. It worked out. We got context for everything. And that is our episode on rock and the roll. Context did not help. And that is our episode on rock and roll and why you're wrong about it. Next week, we will be doing an episode on why you were wrong about religious trauma. Ooh. Yes. All those people that say they have it, you should listen up. Jeremiah, where can they find us? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at First Off You're Wrong. You can also find us on X at F underscore O underscore Y underscore W. You can email us at contact at First Off You're Wrong if you have any questions or have a topic you'd like us to cover. You can also DM us on Instagram and we can respond there. But where can people listen to us, Luke? People can hear us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, but you already knew that. And with that, the most important thing that you all learned this week is that first off, you're wrong. Bye-bye.